Gentlemen, start your engines! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, uh, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. done a show and there would have been no show. No listeners? No listeners? No. Just static. No viewers? And a no, dog nothing. with a and chin. A twittering bird? And a, yeah, a dog's definitely twittering bird. Hanging out. Hanging out dog? Are we on? Are we going? You're running it. Oh, am I? Okay. Well, I suppose I'd better say, um, oh ho ho, viewers, I just got a visual countdown that you couldn't hear. G'day, you. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> G'day, dogs. Wolf. Real estate agent. I think we might start again. No, no, no. What do you reckon? No, no. Oh, oh. oh Is that better? Sit down in your bed. G'day, viewers. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost it now. <laughs> right. The snapping sausage is part of the deal. Episode 103 JP of Radio Hot Lab, that zany podcast where we talk about a lot, where we take a light hearted look at the world of motorsport, both local and international, and gadgets and emerging technologies. And only drinking light beer. And barbecues. And barbecues. And food stuff, generally. And cooking and possibly wine, soon. Earlier than you think. As you said last. Earlier than you think, mid February. Mid February. Yes, I have it on good authority. <laughs> well, it's Cockleman get around. It's the Obama show. It is. But I think that's great. Just, And that's all I'm saying on it. I think it's very good too. You know, yesterday, the Tour Down Under started mm. in South Australia, right here in Norwood. In fact, virtually at the front of your shop. It did. And um, if you looked at the advertiser yesterday, yes. on page 38... Which I didn't. They didn't mention Lance Armstrong on page 38. Right, but they didn't on every other page, as they would have. Yeah. And, you know, if if the poor people of this state had a dollar for every time that the Premier Mike Rand has mentioned his name, they'd all be off welfare. Well, he gave them a bit, didn't he? Absolutely. How much was it? A mil, they reckon. US? Allegedly a mil US. Did he, did he to donate come out it here. back to his... I mean, they never paid out his centre a mil to come and race in the Formula One. Times are a-changing, JP. They are indeed. Radio Hot Lab episode 103 on the 21st of January 2009. Not a lot going on, but we've still got a little uh, bit of stuff for you. Yeah, we've got now, some odds and ends. Viewers, we've uh, returned to the trusty microphone... On the moving iPod. You're a geller. Absolutely. Um, that was Where is that Ouija board? <laughs> Very strange. The iPod I just pointed at it and it rotated 90 degrees. I've never seen it do that before. Yeah. Um, but we, we've had a bit of wobbling. We have. We've and, had, uh, we've had yeah, word we're trying from to work out what's going on with Chris the Chris at V8 Central. Hello, Chris. Hello, Chris. How are you? Great job. Absolutely. V8Central.com forward slash radio hot lap. And he told us we were wobbling. Yes. And we're not happy. So whilst the 
fidelity won't be quite as good as using the Rode microphone. It won't. You can be assured, almost, <laughs> that we are warble-free. <laughs> almost assured. <laughs> we hope. Okay, JP, so big news. Dakar has mm. finished, and Dakar has been a huge success being run in, in uh, Chile America. and uh, Argentina. Uh, Janelle de Villiers winning the bo- the cars uh, yes. for the Volkswagen, and um, Mark Comer once again for his second victory uh, on, on the, the Repsol KDM. Yeah. Very, very good. And a German, the German Kamaz team took out the trucks. Like uh, uh, Kaparov was the winner of that. I don't really, can't really tell you who won the uh, the quads. But a very exciting um, event. Absolutely. And some great TV, thanks to SBS. It was. And the people that produce it, all through Apple Final Cut Pro solutions. All done on the fly in the truck. With your fly undone. And... Uh, Sad to see King Carlos Sainz yes. crash out of the third last day uh, into a ravine that his uh, his co-driver Perrin had uh, felt was inappropriately marked from dangerous. It should have been very dangerous, or even and, very and, very dangerous. Now I saw it, mate. It was a a, comp- a rock shelf and a very smooth corner with a comp- absolutely. Straight like the, the 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 road had just fallen away. There was no indication that there was any degradation. It was just sharp. It was like wily coyote stuff. Uh huh. Right. And uh, they went the in there and flipped down four meters. A parent broke his shoulder. Um, and uh, a moment later, Nanny Roma arrived in the Mitsubishi, and it was only as a result of them falling down there that he didn't fall in the hole as well. And there would have been most of the leaders down the hole. Down the hole nothing worse than that but uh, everyone seems to have praised the uh, organization in um, South America yep. and a nice change I, I expected it to be a little bit greener yeah well I would have thought it would have been a green big greener as well but it was just all like low scrub and dust and yeah it's, well they have said that they're cutting into the Amazon well, yeah not that <laughs> it goes through that. no those countries but Mm. Do you think that could have spread a bit? And you know, the, no, the deforestation is to the extent that we've seen there that there's now huge sand dunes. <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> it's just that sort of country. But it was quite fascinating because you, you, yeah, I, I like you did. I expected it to be a lot more varied in terms of terrain, and it really wasn't. It was it was pure desert the whole bloody thing. Even when they went down to the coast, the coastal areas were still desert, basically right up to the water. So yeah, but it. Still a, a, a brilliant spectacle, and um, yeah, all, all kudos to the people who organised it and ran it. I think uh, they did a great job, and um, and certainly the coverage they got, um, it'll it'll go from strength to strength. Couple of accidents, one death, a Frenchman on the first day who was found three days later, um, probably had, had had moved off off course um, or got uh, confused with his GPS I'd imagine didn't look like he'd been thrown off the bike so that's very sad but uh, no terrorists no, no threats um, huge crowds um, and uh, just today I got invited to join a group on Facebook bring Dakar to Australia in 2010 um, you know that's not so silly no it's not well, if you think, I mean, we we have we've got a good history of uh, of desert racing, 
that goes back, you know, many, many years. Even um, a local guy uh, who runs VWs, uh, who used to drive uh, V8s back a while back, uh, Mark, 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 now will come to me later on. His old man was, was very, very good in the, all the desert racing over here. So there's no doubt that they could do something very similar. We've got the right conditions for it out in the outback there. I think so. Hmm. Wouldn't Andy Caldicott have loved to have seen that oh, come absolutely. to Australia? Wouldn't he just? Yeah. yeah. It's almost like uh, we need to make, uh, you know, remind ourselves of some of the, the losses. But uh, they're, you know, they did, they did, they died doing what they loved most, I suppose. So. Exactly. And so, yeah. So, well, hello to everybody down at Keith. Andy Caldicott Country. Kick Country. And they've even renamed the go-kart track down there now. It's Andy Caldicott Park. So there you go. Now, I noticed that um, Audi have released a V10 version of the R8 using the uh, same motor that the uh, Lamborghini uses. A diesel? No, 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 no. V10 petrol. Um, 5.2 litre, the same as Lamborghini. The R8 road car has now got a V10 yep. petrol engine. Yes. The they were bringing a diesel variant out as well, and you know they are developing yes. a GD3 road, GD3 race car. Well, and that's what that was going to be my next Sorry, thing. Sorry, don't want to be that, cutting you Okay, grass. you've got R8 V10 now, um, with the Lambo engine, albeit slightly detuned, so that the R8 can't go quite as quickly as the Lambo. Um, and yes, they've confirmed that there's an upcoming R8 GT3 sports car powered by the same uh, V10 that's in the road car and in the Lambo. Um, it was revealed at uh, Germany's Essen Motor Show and uh, they reckon they're going to build up to eight R8 GT3 cars this year uh, for customers to use in European series and the Nürburgring 24 hour Enduro. Nürburgring 24 hour, yeah. So, so that all augurs well I think. It's a mean looking beast too. If you grab this month's motor magazine, um, there's actually a shot of the, uh, of the racer in there and it, it looks very schmick. Well they're not the only Audis that'll be Rusty Sausage, you've got something to say? <laughs> woof woof, who's there? We're sitting here at uh, the front of the house. We are. Of Radio Hot Lap headquarters, with the, with the sausage in her and the birds twittering. traditional spot on a cushion. Her daybed, in fact, looking out, keeping one eye, a wary eye out for any interlopers or mailmen. <laughs> but um, bottle ladies, eh? Dr. Wolfgang Ulrich. Uh, we've met him. We have met him. We got his autograph. No, to you. Um, has confirmed that uh, he's uh, letting a couple of the R10 X Works diesels go to uh, none other than Colin Coles, who's the X Force India managing director, who also runs a, a DTM program to run in the Le Mans series and the 24-hour European Le Mans series. Europe yes. Well, we don't call it the European Le Mans series; it's just the Le Mans, Mans series. Like okay. for that, you know. Yes. Oh. So they're going to be running uh, privateer diesel cars uh, without actually factory not support. Well, because the factory's pulled the pin. Well, the factory, well, no, the factory hasn't pulled the pin at all. It's they're bringing out their R15 TDI, which is the new variant, plus they're also bringing out a new DTM car. So they've got two race car programs in development currently. Right. Um, and their energies are sort of going away. And I suppose that uh, Dr Wolfgang Ulrich has thought to himself, well, Colin Coles is as good a ally um, for the uh, Audi brand 
it will only ensure that it runs properly. True, and, and he's got like enough money to do the job. Much, no, yeah, he's got no money at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. It's hopeless. Useless. Useless. Bank went broke. It wasn't with the Bank of Scotland, was he? Jerry, didn't that you know, share market some good And thanks for asking, JP. Tonight, for the first time on the show, it's 103, yes. 112, 115 episodes yeah. of history. I'm having a scotch. A scotch, John? It's just a little bit too warm for, for, for a vino. Does this market change? Well, it does. It must change Will I continue you? to talk like this? I don't know. Probably not. You'll probably start swearing in five minutes. more relaxed than normal. More relaxed than normal. Yeah, a little bit hard. <laughs> You'll be laying down in a minute. And while we're on the business of, of sports cars and, uh, and all the more stuff, um, WRC refugee Peter Solberg yes. will be testing a Courage Orica prototype at uh, the high speed uh, test track at uh, Paul Ricard when ah. Le Mans series gets underway early March for the test day. Um, the LC70E will be uh, coached 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 by Olivier Panis and uh, Nicolas Lapierre will be on, on hand to give the Norwegian a bit of a you know, tickle up. <laughs> tickle up and this and, is how you also say, look, it's, you know, it's just having a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Uh, I would suggest more than likely he'd be gunning to get their gig. lap time, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so perhaps following in the uh, in the way of um, the Sebastians. Mm. The Sebastians. <laughs> Sebast- <laughs> Sebastians. <laughs> more on Sebastians later. Absolutely. It's a funny name, isn't it? It is. It sounds... <laughs> Can you say that? Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Or not Australian. Ah, no, that's a better way to put it. But it when foreign. I say ethnic, I mean culturally strong. Right. And full of history. <laughs> nice. Especially in the kitchen. <laughs> nice sidestep there, John. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, all right. Now I see that uh, Classic Adelaide proposing a swag of changes for the 2009 a event. Swag, a whole swag. Now, apart they're from they're cutting the, fa- the price. No, not cutting the price, but they still got the early bird special running. Yeah, right. But apart from the fact that now uh, it's a round of the Australian Classic Tarmac Rally Championship. Yeah, well, that's not actually going to work at all because. Like, well, it's the, weird the, because, because it's, the Queensland event was part of it, and that got cancelled. Well, that's right. So the so only it's two just, events is that Rally Tasmania, Targa West, and Rally Classic Adelaide. Rally Tasmania's cancelled. That's cancelled too. No, Rally... No. Tas- all cancelled. I don't think Rally Tasmania's cancelled. will tell you there's nothing at me. Shut up. <laughs> so, but apart from the fact that it becomes part of the Australian Classic t- Tarmac Rally Championship... You know why it'd be called a classic? Because it'd be the only year it ever runs. <laughs> They're going to retain, apparently, the popular prologue, of course, with the four loops out of Adelaide returning each night. They're going to revamp the stages to provide more competition and a different feel. Now, whatever that means, but they're looking at a competitive stage in the city CBD to be run on Sunday morning, which would be very, very interesting, and I reckon that would get a lot of of people along, much the same as the tour is doing currently. I think it would also and get a lot of more competitors to come along because they like to be seen. 
True. They want to be they want to be heroes in front of the crowd. Well, good point. But you've got to be there on Sunday morning. Yes, yeah, Sunday and morning. And not too many yeah. people are being able to be mad for it. But that's good. But they're talking about the prologue going back to Victoria Park in on the V8 circuit. Well, I that, think the only reason it didn't was because of the work going on. Well, that's right. And now, of course, they've got the well. They will have after this year uh, this year's V8 event. They'll have all the the new demountable pits and all the rest of the stuff. Um, so be interesting to see whether they retain any of that but uh, the problem with those demountable pits which we forgot forgot to mention last time had a very weird color scheme or did we mention that very weird color scheme well the red and blue colors and white well but didn't we red blue and white i know we did all right but anyway but they will be putting them up in november which means all the construction people will be in there true so although it could take a bit longer if we did talk about this Mm, yeah, anyway, so the they're talking about doing prologue going back to Victoria Park. And they're also looking at running a competitive stage through a hills town. Now, that's got Parco written all over it and um, Lobethal. Lobethal. Wouldn't surprise me. After the Lobethal um, Grand Carnival. Makes sense, JP. They've already got the people on site. Exactly. And they've already got the infrastructure mapped out because they've already done the, the carnival. So, um, bit yeah. of a boring bit of road though. So, I don't think so. I think it's very, very, it should, I reckon it could be very good. So, um, they reckon that they're going to try and run uh, some of the best stages more than once as well. Need so, to uh, need to freshen up. Yep. So, the, and the other thing is they're going to, they're planning, now this is only a plan to provide service parks and consign roadside servicing to the dustbin of history. So, service parks could be another big plus. And Dogs is getting very animated, but very not animated. actually making there's any noise. There's going to be a snap coming up from the No, I don't think there's going to be a snap. So, yeah, so uh, there's lots of things that are under review, apparently. And, um, yeah, we look forward to uh, Classic Adelaide, and we look forward to some more in, um, information. Uh, for those viewers who, who came over and um, competed in or watched... The 2008 event. Um, if you go to uh, info at silverstoneevents.com.au, you can now get your DVD of the 2008 event uh, for 39.95. And that's classic Adelaide info. Very, very good. Bernie Eccleston has uh, just told everybody, uh, all the teams, you can get nothing. You're not getting any more money from me because you've been leaning on me. You want more money, you want more share of the prize pool, all this stuff. Well, I'll tell you, you're getting no more. And, in fact, I'm going to reduce it. Just to show that I'm in Just charge. to show that I'm in charge. Right. And I'm not happy that I've broken up with me old tall thing. That's right, and she's fleecing me for a heap of money, and how do you think I'm going to get it back if you want more? So, he's endeared himself. <laughs> oh, he would have endeared himself to lots of people. Not, But, you know, that's just, that's just him, isn't it? In there, mm. in there. He'd get a bit cranky. <laughs> He's got down into Mate, he's turning a cranky old man, isn't he? He's moving off ten figures. That's right. Dear <laughs> me. I mean, he'd be angry. But anyway. Oh well. So uh, more to be more to come on that for sure. We'll sure there'll be some salvos fired by the Formula One guys. Uh, they were testing in uh, Porto Mayo, Portugal Where? this week. Porto Mayo. Right. Don't you know? Well, anyway, Porto is usually Portugal, but you know. Portugal. And uh, uh, Toro Rosso incoming newcomer 
Burmi, Burmi, B E U M. I don't know how to pronounce his name because I've never heard it, but I Burmi, Burmi, and um, weekend at Burmi's. Remember <laughs> that uh, he is replacing Sebastian Bourdais, um, uh, Sebastian Vettel. No, he's Sebastian Vettel. Yes, um, who, and Sebastian yeah. Vettel is moving up to uh, the Red Bull team with Mark Webber. So Sebastian uh, Bourdais' new driver, uh, Boomy, uh, is coming in. And what's his first name? Oh. <laughs> I can say, viewers, there's a joke coming here. Come on. <laughs> Sebastian. Oh, no. So okay. we've got Sebastian Boomy and Sebastian Bourdais. SB and SB. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> Brundle and Blundle. It is. <laughs> and then you got Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. And the rumour at the moment is that if Mark Webber's legs a bit sore, yeah. he'll be replaced by Sebastian Webber. Lo- Loeb. <laughs> Sebastian Loeb. Oh, you're kidding. So it'll be the four Sebs. Oh. I can see. Well, well I'm glad I, Murray Walker's okay. not still commentating Visual. then. Uh, okay, clue Fred McMurray. <laughs> <laughs> Three sons plus a Seb. <laughs> How weird's that? Uh, Do you know about that? That Brunt, Martin Brundle, yes, and Mark Blundell, Mark Blundell yes. were racing. I think for Brabham. I think it was Brabham. Been Brabham. And the Japanese were involved. Yeah. Can you imagine what it was like for the Japanese to get themselves around those names? Oh. Martin Blundell. It'd be that absolutely. Rundle or Rundle. Rundle. But Mark and Martin's close enough, and then Brundle and Blundle. Brundell and Blundell. Oh. <laughs> uh, Blabham. <laughs> now, talking of Blabham, apparently, um, Sir Jack got all upset about this uh, mob out of uh, America somewhere that are building these cars. Oh, cutting this grass with a name that was revealed yeah. by us. Yes. Exclusively. You heard it here first. Absolutely exclusively. Great connection with Dave. Dave and, in, um, in England. I thought that was interesting, but apparently the uh, the com- the company uh, is it, oh sorry, it's a German tuning company, Brabham Racing. But apparently the company Brabham Racing claims a shareholder acquired the rights to the Brabham name years ago. So he probably did a back to Bernie again, a backhanded deal with Bernie to buy the name off of him. For a couple of mil and a new motor. East <laughs> Enders. That's it. So interesting. Um, the uh, Maserati Trofeo. Trofeo. GT3 car that you saw was uh, in uh, yellow, Rod Wilson's operation mm-hmm. here at Classic, uh, Classic Adelaide and mm-hmm. then uh, was going. Uh, to race in the final round of the Australian GT that I didn't go to because I got sick oh, that's by right. the ex-Formula 1 driver Rick yeah yeah him uh, who was it who was it I don't know <laughs> mental blame anyway they're for sale yeah. oh they're for sale yeah, all for sale dailysportscar.com have a look uh, actually you can click on this it's a free one you won't have to pay to have a look but they're all for sale oh that was it then that was a yellow car Dogs. Someone's taking it for a test drive. The dog likes it up here, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. It's almost She's like listening in. This, this is really. We should have a video camera set up here because this is, this is it. This is it. Shutters, dogs, scotch, bevois, beer, 
beer. James Bogue's premium light this week, Johnny. Since you didn't ask me. Premium light? Oh, I didn't, well, you didn't ask me, so I'm not asking you. Well, there you go. Well, I'm just telling you. You told me about Scotch, I'm telling you James Bogue's premium Get light, rather than there. Cascade premium light. Actually, quite flavoursome for a light beer. I had a bit of a think to myself, JP, and these are one of these, oh, I thought I this is one of these things that I feel like I need to walk around viewers while I'm talking to you, because it came to me in a, in a, a flash. Uh-oh. One evening of an evening. Right. Why didn't Steve Jobs approve of Flash content on the iPhone in the first place? Here we go. No, yes. we're not having Flash. And yep. everyone's going, uh. Uh, Initially, yeah. it was refused as a codec. Yep. And, the un and the user base were really quite unhappy. But what I've observed as time goes on, the, use, the users get quieter. They get used to using the phone without Flash and just get on with it, you know. We don't have Flash and so be it. And Steve's decision to not run Flash on the phone is actually a blessing, I think. Because when you refuse Flash content, you ensure relatively fast loading content. True. Because Flash is Flash, and you know, there's no differentiation between a one megabyte file and a 50 megabyte file, and we're constantly seeing advertising agencies and, and marketing companies putting together very, very heavy flash files that can only really be taken advantage of of over faster networks. Yes. With relatively poor preloaders or stuff that bores or doesn't really fit well on those screens. So I'm thinking that this is a good move and that's why Steve's done it. Yeah. And now's the time to come up with a quality control system for flash content so that you have varying levels of flash grading A through yep. Z, let's okay. say. That A grade means it's succinct, it loads fast, it's got good preloaders and it gets the message across. And, and, and it's, it's built well for those devices. And if it doesn't fit into those guidelines, and yep. it doesn't fit through that centre of the hourglass technically, then it can't run on the phone. And so the phone could be enabled to run A-grade content. Yep, makes Just sense. Just my thinking on that, you know, because I won't... Well, okay, well, so while we're on the tech talk and on those lines then, well, you could theoretically then say to all of those agencies that you're talking about uh, inventing the top heavy content that they've basically got to run the content through something similar to uh, tube tv or whatever and convert it to an m4v file and then you can put it in your itunes library that's right mm -hmm. and then it works fine an mp4 file effectively. yeah that's yeah. right well so perhaps um, yeah. talking tech okay you're wrong there's a uh, Sydney-based ISP called IMTV, and apparently they've shut down their ADSL service temporarily in inverted commas because it's got a legal dispute happening with Internode. Now they used don't apparently me, don't get me onto Internode. The Extreme brand, which Internode's always had, like ADSL Extreme and different levels of Extreme content, and they apparently uh, copyrighted the uh, or. or um, I don't know, what do you, what do you call it? Um, Intellectual property? Yeah, some, something like infringement of the extreme brand. The other thing is that IMTV apparently also used a, a large amount of the colour orange, which is also the colour that Internode use for a lot of their stuff. Um, in fact, you know, every time you see an Internode logo, there's heaps of orange. So, um, 
Intel had actually trademarked Extreme, that's what I was trying to think of, for all of its ADSL2 Plus services. Um, so anyway, IMTV has um, suspended its ADSL service temporarily, and apparently they're in discussions um, about the use of the orange more than the word extreme. Internode apparently wrote a letter to IMTV to ask them to stop using the word extreme, which is a trademark registered to them, but apparently that was the only thing they did. They only sent the letter, there's been no uh, legal action or nothing else following out. However, the use of the colour orange is at the centre of the ongoing dispute. It is unclear whether or not Internode is seeking damages. But so there yeah, you go. I think that's going a little bit extreme. <laughs> I think it's going very extreme. And you know, I think uh, Internode uh, has got a bit too big for its britches. Well, I mean, the other side of the coin too is the fact that, I mean, you can't copyright a colour. We've been through all of this crap. I mean, orange. So what? How many things are orange? But what they can do is go and waste this other little company's money mm. by trying to try and put the wind up them. Oh, absolutely. Um, so that they just, they, they back down. Well, it's, I mean, if you think about the, the colour orange too, the nonsense about that, I mean, look at all the hoo-ha there was with Cadbury trying to sue Daryl Lee because they reckon that Daryl Lee's blue for the colour of their um, chocolate was too close to Cadbury's blue. Blue, purple, yeah. What a load of rubbish. Yes. Anyway. So well, mate, I got shaped last night for the first shaped. time. Shaped? By Internode. By Internode. And uh, or that, there was a glitch at their end, which was um, not letting me get the... Uh, Emails warning me of a quota. Um, uh, you know, so you didn't get anything to no, say. You were just about to reach your quota. Um, then they found it, but then they forwarded it all through to me. In fact, they forwarded me quota warnings from months and months ago as well. So there was nothing. And in fact, the ones they sent me, it just goes, "You are now 100 over 100 percent." There was no 70, 80, 90. Right. And when I spoke to, spoke to the little smartass on the phone mm. last night, and I went in as a business customer. Yep. Um, well, there's nothing we can do. I said, well, this is it's bizarre. Just, I don't care. We'll just, just turn it off. <laughs> and they won't do that. Absolutely anal. So you couldn't just pay some extra money over the credit card to get it lifted? Well, he didn't, didn't offer to do that. Right. Um, uh, when I went to the site this morning, I, I found I bought another data block. Right. Which was not, it was inexpensive, but he was unhelpful. And so he saying, didn't tell you anything about that? He said, you'll just have to live with what you've got until the 1st of February, another 11 days. And I oh, thought, well, mate, here. I haven't used 26 gig of data, and, you know, but I just, especially in January. Yeah, exactly. Well, so I don't know what's time. going on. This is the quietest month, so mm. I've never gone over before. Very weird. Um, but they're, 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 well, I have to say, what we, what, what we thought them to be as friendly people are now become relatively unhelpful. Oh look I couldn't agree more. I've had a deal, I've got an ongoing dispute at the moment with a with a phone number I put in in plenty of time last week for a client of mine who's moving premises and um, I got a, uh, an email from them telling me we can't attach the service to that number either um, all those ports in the exchange are full or uh, we're not in a position to offer ADSL2 Plus uh, on that particular number. So I then emailed them back and said well that's fine guys thanks very much. Um, but there's three other numbers that this client's also using. Can you please let me know whether one of these can be used? And by the way, the client wants to be up and running next Tuesday. And so far, I've heard absolutely nothing. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's history repeating itself. And time and time again, we've seen 
you know, whether it's a supplier or an ad agency or or, or, any, or another form of business, that they're small and you help them, you get them going, and they, they just they just shit on you. Yeah. Down the end, they don't, and because they get big and insensitive, and they get a financial and controls. A and bureaucracy, and the people working there don't care. No, that's right. No one cares. Anymore. Anyway, exactly. let's move on, and we've caned them enough. Yeah, we have. Uh, poor old sick, sick Steve is sick. Sick Steve. Six D, six D jobs. All right, you want to do the Steve jobs? No, no, you go for it. No, you do it. No, no, it's all right. He's, he's sick. sick. He's okay, got he's sick. Um, he's sick. That's it. Hormone imbalance. No, he doesn't want us to go on about it. He's sick. Okay. Be right. Right. He's, he's, seven, he's got a hormone imbalance. And he won't six, be back till six, July. He's six months off. Timmy's running the show. That's right. Timmy, Timmy. Um, Intel announced new uh, quad core processors, which are, are more power efficient. Um, notified, uh, signified, I should say, by the S suffix. And so the uh, the Q9550 uh, Core 2 Quad processor, which is previously using 95 watts, now for the same price with 12 megabyte of level 2 cache. 12 megabyte. 12 megabyte. 12 megabyte. 12 megabyte. <laughs> at, uh, uh, running at uh, 2.83 gigahertz, only using 65 watts. That's a 30 watt saving. So don't do percentages on me, but uh, that's, that's pretty good. I'd imagine we're going to see them in the next... Um, Apple uh, boxes uh, also available in 2663 they invented all the stuff, so good on them. they got to get a return on the investment. WBS stands for World's Best Steaks. Yep. Uh, and that's uh, the Alma Hotel. But JP, I'm over to you because you know about this. I'm giving you the venue and you're giving us the appraisal because... Uh, because we went to lunch there last week or the week before? It was a big call week four, uh, but it was just before, after the last show. Yes, and uh, it was just after the last show, you're right. Big call, show big night. call to force... But Excuse me. To, to, to what? What? <laughs> but no, we went back there for a, the second time um, to see whether the steaks were still as good as they were the first time, and Sir still lines. still better than um, the stag. Oh. And they were, and they were superb. Service was great. Four of us all had exactly the same thing. All the steaks had, were huge. Yep. Service was good, and I might add, yep. uh, Simon didn't get charged for the wine. Is that right? Yes. How come? I forgot to add it on. That's a damn shame. 107. I said we have to have another lunch. <laughs> he really haven't taken told us out. Me that. No, I found out yesterday. I uh, didn't tell you at the time. No, he he no because it was on his visa. He didn't look too he late. He just walked off smiling. No, he just <laughs> didn't, didn't ka-ching. And then when he looked at the visa bill, he thought, oh, that looks cheap. There was four of us at that lunch. Well, there you go. The old elm. Yeah. So no, it's very very good. So right. kudos there. Now interestingly, you you would have picked that up. Oh, he's, Johnny's just picked up auto action viewers. Johnny, would you like to go to that section there? The contents there. Tell me who the profiles of. Uh, oh, the profiles of uh, good old uh, Slick uh, George. Meaning? Now nah, who's it? Who's the profile of? And oh yeah, Andrew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. See, Russ's not happy about it either. 
I wasn't because I looked in the profile knowing it was George and it says Andrew. Someone's copied and pasted it's something It's holiday time. Oh. Hey, hey, look, copy you've got to tell them. They're up. utterly useless, aren't they? <laughs> you know, here they are. They were going to send us magazines. We've seen nothing. Do, they're utterly useless. <laughs> you can't even buy the damn thing. So I don't know what... And mostly what you read, except what Fags writes, is all just... And, and Phil. She's all right. Yeah. yeah. The rest is all just fucking rubbish. What? <laughs> You're in it tonight. It's that Scotch viewers. Dogs has got the tail up. Well, Scotch is going to get us an explicit rating if he's not careful. No, he cares. But I don't know yeah, what's yeah. going on there too, mate. They need a bit of a break. But no, it's good. It's um, George. It's a good article on George. It is. Well, I didn't know George was left-handed. Now I know why I like him so much. What I'm left-handed what? too. Khaki-handed. All right then. Khaki, khaki. But <laughs> what, what what disturbs me khaki most? Rustberg. There's only one. There's, what, what disturbs me most about uh, George's uh, is um, profile here is that he hasn't listed the buffalo wings that I in cooked. In his food at Mount Buller. At, at Mount Buller. That he ate tons of. And, and and he's also said, it set me broke. Well, considering I've paid the entry fee for him, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he can't be that broke. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. George. Anyway, he's having a nice time. I rang him this afternoon, oh, yeah, but he's uh, he's in he's in Vancouver having yeah, a little ski. Ah, he's just anyway, I'm off to Port Macquarie tomorrow. You are. You are. Yeah. Kankanen. <laughs> and I'll. Kankanen, and uh, he's not there, so I'll catch up with uh, Andrew and yeah. say, mate, uh, great uh, profile. That's right, because it says in AA it was your profile. You must have just slipped that picture of George in there. George in. Absolutely. So what else is in there? Anything else good? I haven't looked at this Yeah, have a look. You have a look, you have a look. I know I've just got not much else to say to you. Now, talking of which, now, okay, we don't really want to be bagging AA, but one of the reasons reasons that folks told us that we couldn't get it on time anymore was that they'd switched, because of the price of fuel and delivery, from... Air freight to road freight. Well, excuse me, but hasn't the price of fuel gone down from a dollar sixty a litre to a dollar a litre? Yeah, but ACP Packer sold it. Yeah, I know. Look, they had it had it going. They did two deliveries, and then there was the secretary doing the other one, and then they went, "Oh bugger it, don't worry about him." Yeah, you're probably that right. Weird. That is weird. It's very and, weird. Uh, and and uh, and 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 has got his back up, so uh, I'm going to give Fogs a ring in a minute. In fact, we'll get Fogs on the phone. Fogs phone. Fogs phone. You're going to do that now, are you? Now, interesting, you know you were talking about um, uh, Bernie earlier on, and there was all that controversy about uh, Max last year. Well, apparently, uh, Sir Jackie Stewart reckons they both should uh, quit. So, that'll be interesting. Hey. Viewers, I haven't got a clue where Johnny's disappeared to. Oh, he's coming back again now. You didn't hear that, did you? I never hear anything. About Sir Jackie saying that Bernie and Max should both quit. The sport's outgrown them. He's not going to answer. He's probably on holiday, so. Was it? Oh, well. Well, if we get him, we do. But, uh, we're off bad at the moment. We'll do it, don't we? 
What if we don't? We don't. And there you go. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't think we're going to get him. Never mind, you're not even getting a message from him. Uh, yeah, ring me back. Sorry, I can't take your call right now, but if you leave your name, your number, and the time of your call, I'll get back to you just as soon as possible. Thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs> Such a mess. Folks, Johnny, give me a ring back. Bye. <laughs> uh, uh, unbelievable. He's on so, Now, I noticed too that uh, Stoney must be on holidays at the moment, or he's retired at last, because uh, they're, they're doing uh, classic Stoney cartoons now in uh, AA. So, uh, there you go, interesting stuff. Well, I don't think it's a short show tonight. Yeah, well, there's not that much to talk about. I mean, that's the reason we didn't do a show last week, viewers, because well, let's keep it sharp about. and shiny. So there you go. Now oh, I must have, must oh, say oh, one oh, thing. Oh, 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 oh. You know that I am one of the world's greatest haters of four-wheel drives in the city. Yes. And I had this laugh and a half the other night, viewers, on the way home. It'd been a fairly warm day, but uh, it was cooling down nicely, so it had got to about 24, 23 degrees somewhere around there. So rather than have the aircon on, the windows were down, fresh air. Anyway, I pulled up at this set of lights, and there in the left-hand lane was a big black Hummer. And in front of me, next to him, at the front row of the lights, was an old bloody SIL-80 or something with P-plates. Looked very, very worse for wear. Um, a couple of young blokes in it, also with windows down. Now, the Hummer had some, I don't know, music or the other playing. You know, nothing that jumps out and I could even remember. But uh, anyway, just uh, the boys in the in the sill eighty were just there chatting to each other and looking up at the guy in the uh, in the Hummer, and the guy in the Hummer had the shades on, you know, and he was looking disdainfully down at them. And uh, anyway, just suddenly the the music in the uh, in the Hummer stopped. It must have been in between tracks or whatnot. And simultaneously, the lights changed. And just right at that moment, the passenger, the guy in the uh, in the Saladi, leans out the window and he goes, "Oi, mate, you must have a really, really, really small dick to be in a car that big." And then, choof, they were gone. And I was absolutely cacking myself laughing. And the guy in the Hummer saw me in his driver's mirror, and I don't think he was very happy at all. I don't think he appreciated the joke. I think it might have hit a nerve even. Good night, so, there you are. Good night, viewers.